Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Oh, hi. Good morning, Malcolm Nance. Good morning. You look unscarred from your Twitter fight with Richard <laughs> Grinnell. <laughs> Wait, what? What happened? <laughs> um, let me tell I don't even know how this started. But one of them, he said, he tweeted, you say Trump supporters want to kill Americans. Where's your proof? You said, okay, America. Trump's former accurately titled acting DNI asked, where's the proof Trump supporters want to kill Americans? Let's recalibrate him since he's clearly been in a coma between subverting democracy and betraying the Constitution. I'll start. And then, Chris, you were saying this, that you just went down and listed. Yeah. Na- you know, it was all substance that right. came from Malcolm. But I mean, story after story. Yeah. Like, what, what do you... I, this one. Man asked Charlie Kirk when he can start killing people who don't think Trump won. You said this happened so recently, I don't even have it in my book. But then you went to list all the other uh, people arrested and or convicted of wanting to kill Americans, right? Let me tell you where this started. Because it didn't start with that tweet. It started with a tweet from Stephen Miller. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, Rudy Giuliani's Nosferatu mini-me uh, <laughs> that came out and actually attacked me. And I refrained. And what I said, the only thing I said to him was uh, that there would be an epic recalibration. But before I could do a thing, um, Richard Grinnell, Richard Grinnell, if you don't know who he is, he was a big, big Trump fundraiser, uh, part of Trump's LGBTQ for Trump campaign, was made U.S. ambassador to Germany. Yes. Uh, got literally as an ambassador, you're only allowed to transmit messages. You're not allowed to get involved in local politics. He was meeting with Angela Merkel's political opponents to overthrow their government in elections. Wow. And the Germans wanted him kicked out. So they brought him back to the United States. And what was his job? They replaced a wonderful career intelligence officer named Sue Gordon, who was acting as director of national intelligence, uh, really a, a true professional, a loyal patriot. And they put this guy in as acting director of national intelligence. And apparently his job was to feed information to the Trump campaign to use against the intelligence community and to fight. And all of this was done in the run up to January 6th. Yeah. So I wasn't taking any lecturing from someone who, by the way, to be director of national intelligence by statute, by law, you must have 
line one, experience in U.S. intelligence. Yeah, yeah. Well, I when might... I was a little baby spy coming out of Defense Language Institute, speaking fundamentally fundamental Arabic, I had more intelligence experience than he had in his entire life. Yeah, I qualified for director of national yeah. intelligence. Well, he, so this, this guy. This, yeah, this was my favorite tweet. He said, paramilitary insurgency, you clearly will say anything to sell a book. Your radicalism should be widely dismissed. And you said, oh, look, it's a disgraced stooge commentary day on my timeline. Dear Dick, I look forward to your truthful testimony before the January 6th committee on your role of acting DNI in the attempted overthrow of the government and betrayal of your oath of the Constitution. Um, and also, just good for you. You said I'll I, I'll answer that because, like you, I had a decades long distinguished. Oh, well, well, get the question. Get oh, the okay. question yes. first. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, he said, "How? Why does MSNBC have you on?" You said I'll <laughs> answer that because, unlike you, I had a decades long distinguished and honorable career in the U.S. intelligence community, protecting and defending the Constitution from foreign enemies with my life. My calling out domestic terrorists seems a problem for you. Why is that? Thank you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, we just had Eamon Mohadeen on his, you know, fantastic new podcast, oh, Amer- yeah, American podcast. Radical. I mean, it, how are they different from Islamic radicals or terrorists? They aren't, right? I mean, it's just this is no. It, right. In the intelligence community, we just we don't go by. I mean, we try to identify your ideology, but sometimes we have to identify you by your nationalism. And we have American terrorists. Okay, there have been American terrorists. What's happening now is that they have co-opted patriotism. They like to think that no matter what they do, they can break laws, they can commit crimes, they can threaten people, they can intimidate people. We've had how many mass murders have been committed since Donald Trump's election in 2016 in his name or in the name of the ideologies he was espousing? 26 people mass murdered in a Walmart in El Paso by a young kid who had listened to Donald Trump's call and, and believed what Tucker Carlson is now espousing is the replacement theory of whites with Hispanic immigrants. He takes an AK-47, goes to a Walmart, and he shoots virtually all of them are Americans. And you kept, so, you've been yes, talking forever about... who are killing Americans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've been talking forever about them fomenting civil war. Donald Trump's latest rally... Him saying, if you're white, you don't get COVID treatment, you go to the back of the line. I mean, how much more incendiary does it get? Blacks are getting your stuff. Got to do something about it. I mean, does it get any more any more clear No. what he's trying no. to do? Trump's hood is absolutely off with that speech. That speech where he espoused open white supremacy, talking white grievance, saying, and it's disgust me to even say this, that an American would say this without repercussion, that whites don't get COVID treatments. All the COVID treatments are going to the blacks and that whites have to go. See, that's the bark of disgust. Yes. That (laughs) whites have to go to the back of the line to get COVID treatments. What kind of open racism in this? This is fomenting race war in the United States. I have a former president of the United States literally making exciting people into the belief that they are now second-class citizens. And you know what's next? The call to arms. The call that they are going to want to fight for what's theirs because they don't think blacks and Hispanics should be getting anything. These are the same people that refuse to take COVID treatments. Um, But now they're being told by Donald Trump Mm -hmm. that 
medicine is being withheld from whites. It's disgusting. I feel like this story might be of interest to you. Firearms, drone, and uh, a drone, and 30 days of supplies. New details of the Oath Keepers January 6 weapons cache. Yeah. This would be the unarmed uh, tourist visits that we were told about. Um, prosecutors provided new details details about weapons stockpile the Oath Keepers had assembled at a Comfort Inn in nearby Arlington, Virginia. I mean, mm-hmm. I, 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 yeah. there, I mean, obviously, there's been a lot of bombshells in the last 24 hours, Malcolm, about January 6. Which do you, I ask every guest this, but you're obviously an expert. What do you think is most significant? Whether it's starting from the Giuliani, etc. Uh, you know, subpoenas all the way down. I, I, I got it. I think that subpoenaing Giuliani and all the four lawyers is the most significant. I mean, the tactical stuff, the stuff that's going on with the Oath Keepers, we knew that was coming. The FBI is working their way from the bottom up. Now we're getting to the grand conspiracy, right? The universal uh, factors that have glued all this together, the universal field theory for this conspiracy. These lawyers, quote unquote lawyers, crafted this this giant conspiracy that China, Russia, Venezuela, the dead president Hugo Chavez had put in this system to overthrow the government and they convinced Donald Trump it was all true. And then you have these sub lawyers, like the guy at the Justice Department, Eastman, all crafting together memorandums on how to overthrow the government. And now, if look, if you're not watching anything, watch Rachel Maddow. Yeah. Okay, Rachel Maddow's discovery of the sev- of the of the investigation showing seven different states had actually fraudulently yeah. signed certificates of electors, voted in of these people as electors. This was a massive plan. Those people intended to go in and throw those seven states over for Donald Trump, and all they needed was for Mike Pence to come and say this. People need to go to prison for this. This is literally not just the subversion of democracy, right? This is subversion of the Constitution. It's the overthrow of the government. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. And by the way, did you see the clip of Trump quoting Stalin about it's more important the people to count the votes? He's quoting Hi. Stalin, and you. Somebody sure. did the Florida governor proposes special police agency to monitor elections. Uh, the proposed Office of Election Crimes and Security. Did I just wake up in Saddam's Iraq or yeah. Stalin's USSR? And you said I'm gonna go with Stalin's because Saddam would have had a minister who he, who who he could kill at will. But it, it is chilling stuff, isn't it? Yeah, and that that other quote came from Mark Palomero's right career CIA case officer who worked in Russia. I mean, he's like. In Afghanistan, he's like, where are we now? Here's the United States actually espousing secret police offices, right? And you know what their job would really be? Their job would really be to overlook any criminality from the new rigged election groups and the secretary of state and to suppress the vote. You know, he would probably arm them and put them out in front of polling places and claim it's there for their security. We are in a very dark place here in the United States. And here's my rant. 
November of this year could be the end of all of it. If you aren't telling your friends, if you aren't telling your family, if you aren't telling your dog that we all must blow this election away, down ticket, all Democrats, Congress, Senate, Secretary of State, beekeeper in chief. Yeah. I don't care. We have to vote. Can I just say my dogs are aware? That's why they're bark. They bark as yes. much as they do, not because they're ill. It's the bark of justice. That's right. Mm-hmm. Thank bark you. Um, by the way, bringing because you brought up USSR. I but, hello, since you're also a Russia expert, Russia is sending troops from the country's far east to Belarus for major war games. The deployment will further beef up Russian military assets near Ukraine amid Western uh, fears of a planned invasion. Ukrainian officials <coughs> have warned that neighboring Russia could launch an attack from various directions, including from Belarus. Um, uh, if you watch Tucker Carlson, you only get the Russian talking points. Can, so you explain to us what's what's uh, what we should yeah. be concerned about. You know, I'm not so much a Russia expert as I am an expert in war. And I have been in wars, major, major ground wars. And what Russia is doing is this is an intimidation campaign. They intend to put back into power their pro-Moscow acolyte. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, he was arrested when he came back on some, you know, essentially a, a to stand up to justice. Russia is trying to decide where and when countries can have liberty and freedom in Eastern Europe. Ukraine has decided they want to be Western aligned. They want to be aligned with NATO. They already had their country invaded in 2014 when Russia took Crimea and the and, and created a fake pro-Russia Uh, militias in the Donbass region, that's like the southeast tip of the country. And now Belarus is to the north and northeast. Russia is to their east. They're surrounded on their entire east and north. And Russia is making threats like they're going to invade and take all of Ukraine. This could be the first major, major ground combat seen in Europe since Bosnia in the early 1990s. And I did that one, too. And it ended with a small genocide of 6,000 yeah. men mass murdered over a couple of days. This is not going to go well. Don't listen to Tucker Carlson. Yeah. That man is exactly what the Russians have crafted. Yeah. A fifth column in the United States who are now essentially getting one third of this country to believe, why should we care about what Russia does? They have bought Fox yeah. News with yeah. their propaganda machine. Um. Thank you for standing up for uh, Joe Biden in a number of ways, because can I just say I say this every day, Malcolm, it's driving me insane that he statistically provably has one of the best records ever for a first year in office. And it's just the media. They're going to both sides us right into autocracy and, you know, Democrats in disarray and Biden in peril stories over and over again. Um, The latest is, you know, him talking about him going to visit his the graves of his son or wife or daughter. And you said you tweeted widower here. I drive eight hours round trip bi-monthly to visit my wife at Washington Crossing National Cemetery. I stay five to ten minutes. And you talked about the people writing these articles. Um, It's just cruel indifference to POTUS. Grief is painful, hurtful, and disgusting. A million Americans have lost parents, spouses, uh, etc. It it is amazing what they can spin as a negative about Joe Biden. They miss the bread and circuses of Trump. That's all I can say. Ashley Parker and and others, uh, you know, uh, uh, I can't remember the other one. Maureen Dowd, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maureen Dowd wrote the entire article, but it, it, would, it took these other two to focus in on that. And the one that disgusts me the most, I think her name was Nancy Cross. She said, I have to sit in the van. How do you think I feel I have to sit in the van? Well, you know, if I was president of the United States, I'd make your happy butt 
sit in the van for hours while I was at Washington Crossing yeah. to show we've lost almost a million of our fellow American citizens. Yeah. Almost a million. And these people are heartless. Yeah. Heartless. Look, where my, my beloved wife is buried, the COVID section is almost 20% of that cemetery now. Yeah. I, I, it exploded. It, it, it grew so fast. Yeah. They couldn't lay grass down over the year because they were too busy burying. These people stink Joe Biden going home and visiting the grave of his son and his wife and his daughter is bad for America. Yeah. They no longer care about empathy. And this is where, okay, you listeners, here's where you're part of the problem, okay? These polls saying Joe Biden's at 38%, 33%. You know where that's coming from? 30% of that is you saying, I didn't get my little pet project, so I don't like Joe Biden. I didn't get criminal justice reform, so I don't like Joe Biden. I didn't get, uh, you know, women's rights this time, so I, I don't like Joe Biden. Every time we show no unity, right, that's Republicans, independents, Democrats who stand for this Constitution, you are damaging the country, right? Joe Biden's doing an awesome job. Yeah. Look at the economy. Yeah. Look at the unemployment rate. Look at everything we have achieved. Joe Scarborough said it this morning. Democrats complain about what they didn't get, not what they did get. Yeah. So time to start answering those polls with a little more pep. Yep. Oh, yes, sir, Sailor. All right. Thank you, Master Chief. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Senior, Senior Chief. My yeah. dad was Senior, Senior Chief. Sorry. Forgot. Okay. <laughs> I just promoted you and then demoted you again. Thank you, Senior <laughs> Chief. We'll see you next week.